the Boss family, Vikings fans, we are back with season six, episode one, New Beginnings, and episode, what is it, two? What is it? The Prophet. Let's do it. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. That's right, let the buzz begin. You guys in the comments are so giving us Z's. You're saying, let's start the show, let's get going. Well, we're going. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> right, we've got some new faces in the, in the studio tonight. Hey, y'all. Introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are. I'm Lauren B, and I'm new to the game. I'm new to the family, and I am all here for the Vikings. Hey, everybody, your boy LG. We're back again. Let's get it cracking. You know, I miss me some Vikings. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. My name is Yaku. Uh, welcome, Viking fans. I, you'll see that James is not here. Uh, James is not going to be joining the show anymore because he's so busy with all his crazy health stuff. Um, and then I've got some news at the end as well for myself. But... Uh, that's that. I'm Yaku. You've got Lauren. You've got Al. Let's talk some Vikings. Let's do it. Let's do it. So yeah. we've got two episodes that we're covering. Season uh, 6, episode 1, New Beginnings. And you guys know by now that we're doing this by storyline. So we're going to take the hold off, you know, Russia, wherever we are. And we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about Katagat as a, as a whole story. And then we'll head on to episode 2. So let's do it. Season, uh, episode 1. W- where do we start? Let me see. Where do we, where we at? Katagat. Got to God. Tell me, yeah. what do you guys think? What do you guys First think about the whole episode? Oh, yeah. um, I like the double episode. Uh, it was a lot to take in. Uh, got to God, it's a lot more, not that, you know, they've obviously won the war and they've settled in Katika. I expected a, li- a, a, a bit less tranquility for some reason. I don't know why. A little bit more more drama. But you got I- murder? You want blood? I mean, it is Vikings, right? <laughs> Give us the old. Yeah, in the first 10 seconds. Right? And I know we're doing setup, so I guess I'm getting real real itchy for that old yeah. Vikings flavor to come. Well, can we get can we just get an axe into a melon or something? Right, uh, Ryan? Can we get the sound effect? Just... Yeah, get the get in. Let's get in the mood. Boom. That's what I'm. Nice. By the way, that is Ryan, our uh, master person behind the board. Hello, all, hello. Doing all these amazing things for us. Hello, Ryan. Well, hello, Ryan. excited to be hearing hey, about Vikings. Yeah, Vikings is awesome. You just you just sit there and wait. And it's awesome. Okay, let's do this. So we've got Katagat. Um, Bjorn is now kick. So that's a huge shift, right? Mm-hmm. Lauren, you're mooning me. Oh yes. Uh, yes. Um, but he's saying and he's making this massive speech and he's saying, you guys. I'm Bjorn. I'm not Ivar, so that's a big takeaway here. He's saying, I am going to be a different type of king, so let's not do conquest, let's do trade. King Bjorn obviously establishing himself uh, less of a dictator, you know what I mean? More of an open-minded ruler. Whatever you want, I will, I will listen. What do you think about that, mm-hmm. Lauren? He's oh, like, I love it. What? I love it. Is he a Democrat or is he a Republican? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to go there? It looks like he's trying to be a Democrat. But um, I think that he's trying to have a healthy balance of his dad, Ragnar. Mm. You know, I'm really know seeing that. a lot of Ragnar, the direction that he was trying to go in. And he had so much pushback that Kat couldn't really get there. So I think this is now a new era. And I'm loving it because he's, he's you know, walking in the footsteps. Yes, Walker. Didn't he say somewhere about, uh, I don't remember if this is episode two, episode one, but something about, am I like him or unlike him or something? He was talking to Gunhild in the film. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. And he was saying something like, On the mountain. You know, on the mountain. Oh, yeah, there you go. So, absolutely, you got it. I think, it, but just uh, along those lines, uh, I think it I think it was, I forget what character, maybe Gunhild even said it. I think it's important for him to 
to find himself. And it's not just find himself, but she alluded to something to knowing his own mind. Like yeah. it takes a while to even kind of like yeah. discover like who you are as, as in the position. Let's be real. Okay, you guys know what you... And by the way, we are watching you in the comments. So if you have any uh, anything to say, your opinion, remember you are the fourth host of the show. We love that you are here and you guys are so awesome in the comments, even in the replay. So make sure you let us know what you are thinking, okay? Um, but as you guys all know, like ruling Katakat from the beginning in the humble stages, episode one, uh, there was a little bit of a replay in the pre-episode today. Uh, the place didn't even have, have a wall. There was like a little mud pit, right? And this is now grown into this mega city. So ruling this place is not just about, it, it's difficult, it's hard. I mean, you, you just said it's like, you know, it's... It's definitely a balancing act. And I think it's, in, in many ways, it's more challenging to run an open society because you allow a lot more discourse, you know, you allow a lot more uh, different points of view and, and probably factions that disagree with you. And I think take, obviously taking down the walls is symbolic of them being being more open to influence from the outside world. And Did he actually say that? Did he say that they're going to take down the walls? I got. I don't think he, I don't know if he said it. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Uh, he said. He said. He said. I've already built the walls to keep people out. I think. Mm-hmm. I think if you take the walls down in, in this time and age, then you know you shouldn't be king. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Metaphorically, he's removing the walls. Yes, that's exactly what he's doing. So, Lauren, tell us. Take us through the bodyguard situation and his whole mindset. What do you think? Did he do the right decision there with the bodyguards? Of um, by bodyguards, I'm talking about Ivar's old bodyguards, the two people that he brought in. You know, I personally think he did the right decision. Um, we They have to be handled. You know what I mean? Like, they really... So why not just kill them? The Vikings. Be more Viking. You know, Vikings are... They're evolving in this, okay? <laughs> this is a time where they're evolving. And at this point in time, it's really trying to figure out, like, how do we discipline without all of... The blood? Our history. Oh, right. <laughs> all the blood. The killing. <laughs> my 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 first mind is more inclined to what you're saying as far as punishment consequences. Kill them because of all the brutality they inflicted. I guess the balance is what Lagathar is trying to remind mm-hmm. him of. Like, don't just come back with all the violence and the brutality. Right. I, I get that. You know, oh we've seen make, tons of that. Okay, Michael Hurst <laughs> is making a big shift here. He's he's, shift, he's shifting the mindset of Katagat. It's but it's like it's obvious. Yeah. It's not it's not subtle at all. But real quick though, I don't think it's wise to let those guys be, oh my be wander around a lot. They come back and form I this do crazy think that they're gonna come back. I, I definitely yeah, think it's gonna the bite last, them in especially the butt later. Was like staring at them. I wouldn't do that. I wrote it out. I would not do that. What's gonna happen, okay? Because these so-called forest people now yeah. is gonna make a little tribe in the forest. Of all of them are marked, they're all the same. It's just the start of some kind of brotherhood. You never know where that's gonna end. They could have been a tribe in jail, locked up. Exactly, know, right? Well, I think the point is that we're hoping that, you know, society is gonna be a better a better Boo, where's the hatchet? You know? (laughs) (laughs) This is what they're hoping for. And I think that's the whole purpose of that scene. To try and change up the way, shake it up a little bit, and hope that we are going to get a different outcome. Because obviously what worked in the past just made for a hateful group of people. Okay, (laughs) correct me if I'm wrong. I'm getting two people confused. Because was it Bjorn who was also saying he wanted to be more Viking? Or was, was that another ruler who said that? I could totally be twisting his words. There was another king in there. There was a king who said they tonight. Wanted, tonight they wanted to be more Viking. Like somehow yes. lost the way. Um, yeah, I what? think it was. I, no, help us out in the comments because I'm watching the yeah. comments right now. If you know, then um, let me know. But yeah, you're right. I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I think it was Bjorn. I think it was Bjorn. Um, 
but I but I can't remember what the what the, the context. Yeah, a part, of me, a part yeah. of me felt like he's almost saying one thing and doing another. Anyway, yeah. And I think that's because that's his inner struggle. He's really trying to figure there out. You, go. you know, like okay. he's really trying to figure out: Do I like do I continue with my old traditions, or do we try something mm. new where I can be a better man and a better leader? Which comes to the point where he, this, you know, what what kind of. Uh, King is going to be right. Exactly. Whether well, they're asking what what kind of king is going to be, but in this whole essence, where he is struggling to be a new ruler, and he's you know he's he's got this angel and this devil on the shoulder, almost kind of situation. Um, he's, he's you obviously need everybody's support. You need your mother's support, your wife's blah blah blah. But his mom, the amazing world famous shield maiden Lagafra, says she wants to go farm. She yes. bugged out on him, man. She but, said, "I've had enough." But we ha- we knew this now from last season. Yes. Didn't, didn't we see this at the end of last season? She was. She said, "All I want to do is form." There was some kind of reference because we spoke. Oh about yeah. It. Do you remember that? I get it. I just didn't think she was just gonna pack up and bug out and go to a completely <laughs> different island, though. Not just pack up and bug out. Pack up, bug out, put the sword away, swear the oath, never yeah. to kill anybody <laughs> again. Like it is over, people. Yeah. So it's. Forming She's from promised on the gods now. She's made her promise that she is never going to fight again. But didn't, um, wasn't it such a, when they were driving on, driving, because that's what you do on a boat, you drive. Um, <laughs> when they were floating, I guess, on the boat, uh, towards this land and they woke up and said, like, what do you think about this? Because they were looking for a new, you know, the next scene, a new uh, farm for her. And she, didn't, she had this beautiful flashback. Do you guys oh, get a little on with Epic. There's a little theory of Ragnar was there and a was there for yeah. and little you know, Bjorn and, and little, little and I forgot her name, little Eve, uh, something, something. Her daughter that obviously passed away in the disease or whatnot. Um, but it was beautiful. I just thought it was. Yeah, and there's a lot of little flashbacks with Ragnar. Mm. I loved it. I mean, it, it was, you know, it took me, it was a trip down memory lane, whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it, nostalgic. Come on, dude. It was <laughs> more than that. It was that. a tribute. Like, it literally, it's what gave me my, my hair stood up. It was uh, on my arm. It was awesome. And then also saying, like, well, won't you be alone? Aren't you going to be alone on... Uh, am I doing the right episode? Yeah. Aren't you going to be alone? And she's saying, no, no don't worry. I'm not going to be alone because, you know, Grandpa Ragnar and all the other ghosts are going to come visit me. Because she, till the end, is still faithful. Like, she's still... Everything mm. revolves around Ragnar for her. Even though Ragnar went and married, uh, you know... It was her first love. It's first love. Yeah. Ride on the farm. She returned. Ride or die. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. King Olaf's people come in. So, the, so this is where the big thing for Bjorn is coming in of what kind of king he is. King Olaf, I'll run you through this quickly because we have to get through the other episode as well. King Olaf, King um, Herald's people is coming in there, right? Yes. Well, I don't know. And I'm not sure where they are from, but essentially in the battle, if I remem- remember correctly, and please... Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. Um, he, he, King Harold was taken by Olaf, which is the the big the big old bald guy, bald guy with mm-hmm. the with the, the Buddha, right? Yes. But we said the Buddha, uh, and he has now claimed all of Harold's land. And Harold is reaching out to Bjorn because he saved Bjorn's life against Ivar, saying, "But you need to come help me." I was I was just uh, talking to Lauren. We were going back and forth about does that decision and what does that say about him as a king. And I was just thinking that Bjorn, as a person, I see him as a loyal person, as in as a loyal warrior who would come to another warrior's aid, especially somebody who helped him out. But I guess the fact that now that he's a king gives it other dimensions to think about, you know, geopolitical dimensions to it. But yeah, just Bjorn just left to his own devices. I just saw that as his, that's his character. I mean, to me, I would expect nothing left, less than that. Well, they said that, so he could have married Gunnild. He could have claimed, put his... Put his uh, 
claim on the whole of Norway if he wanted to. King Harold now. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys believe that when they said that? I don't think he necessarily would have won, but he could have pressed it. That's well, not, they, that's well, what was they, they said he didn't do it because he, um, I've got the word they used. He didn't do it. him as a man, as a friend. Yeah, they used a certain word because he was maybe Viking or he was, you know, he, he was a man of his honor or of his word or something like that. But I don't think that's the reason. I think he was, he, he was just scared. He, if he had an opportunity, he would do it. He would, yeah. he would take over Kattegat. He would claim, you know, he would, he would gonna. So in other words, yeah, he didn't have a, a, a clear pathway to it. It would, would have definitely been like kind of going against the grain. That's what I think. I'm not saying okay. that's true, but that's what I think. But you're right. That's exactly what you're saying. And so now he's reaching out to Bjorn and say, hey, are you going to help me? Um, yeah, that's it. Then Legratha saying she's not going to fight anymore. Um, and then that's it. That's, is that all that happened in Kattegat? Do you guys have any other notes there? A lot of stuff was going on in Russia, but I don't want to miss anything. Oh, we just, uh, I don't know if I'm jumping into a, a different episode or not, because I know it was divided into, but we but we talked about how, or did we mention how they, uh, uh, Iron Kettle Flatnose came back from uh, Iceland. Oh, that's, that's the beginning of the next episode. Oh, okay. So the, this cut-to-cut episode is ending where Bjorn is basically making this decision of, should I help, should I not help, talking to Gunhild, you know, I think this is where we, you know, what kind of king you want to be, and uh, she's just telling him, be yourself. Which I feel like it's a very easy thing to say, but difficult thing to do. Absolutely. You got to know who you are first. <laughs> okay, right? And I think Ragnar is one person that knew that. So you can draw from that. I think that's it from Kattegat. Anything else to add from Kattegat episode one, season six? I think we're good. Okay, well, God, let's move on then. Well, let's go. Um, now, Ivar. Well, there we go. Thank you, sir, Ryan. <laughs> We've got Ivar. He is chilling. This guy's getting. This guy talk about cultural experiences. He is seeing parrots. He's seeing snakes. He's seeing all kinds of different people. He's in the desert. You guys know where he is? Ivar. Yeah. We talking about Kiev? No, we talk about Ivar in the very beginning of the episode. Remember, he was oh. in the desert oh, in all those colorful yeah. tents. Did you guys watch the episode with me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he was. I don't know where he was either. He was obviously in some type of no man's land in between. It you know, almost like seemed like he Kattegaard. was just like in his own like dreams for a moment. It like, felt surreal. <laughs> it felt surreal. It looked like he was in his own dreams. I completely agree with you, Lauren. It almost looked fake. Um, it looked like he was nice and like, oh my God, what is this beautiful bunny? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So a whole new just uh, experiences. I think he's somewhere... When we visited Portugal, also when Bjorn fought the Moors, which is in Portugal, Spanish area, mm-hmm. across from Algeria in Africa, I think he, I feel like it's somewhere there. Unless I'm crazy, and once again, the historian Bafsi is going to kill me on the comments. I just know that's <laughs> going to happen. Um, I don't know if there's any deserts between Scandinavia, Norway, and Russia. Can't think of any. Maybe snow deserts, but not sand deserts. Um, but uh, yeah, he's going on this cultural experience and ends up in snow. Gets attacked, but and he's on the Silk Route. And the Silk Route, if I'm not mistaken, is the route that goes from somewhere in Europe to China hmm. mm-hmm. or India. Okay. You guys can collab. I never heard of that, but I like noticed barely. I mentioned it twice. Like when I saw that pop up, I was like, "Ooh, does this take you back to history class?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. I think that's what the Silk Route is. Silk and Spice Route, right? Which is not, yeah. I guess, full of trade. It was a huge trade. Yeah, it was a huge trade route. You tra- trade route, but also obviously what happened to them a huge. Like Robin Hood, like you know, people on the trade route is robbing you the whole time, right? Mm. Yeah, makes sense. So, um, so then he gets taken, but then you have this whole scene. So he gets taken, and he gets, uh, well, they rob their whole caravan, and he's just obviously going on this route. He doesn't know where he's going. He says later he's just fleeing, but then he's ending up 
in Kiev with who? What's this guy's name? Uh, Prince Oleg. Okay. Yeah. Lauren, tell me about Prince Oleg. You know, honestly, I think Ivar has found his soul twin. Mm-hmm. Like, That's I feel I'm like saying. he has found his br- true brother from another mother oh, type of situation. Mm-hmm. They are so similar in how they just, like, have this hunger for power. And you can tell with this prince that he's just... He's looking and trying to figure out who have I stumbled upon. Like, I know that you can help me and maybe I will help you along the way. And he's trouble. He is nothing but trouble. I don't know wait, if wait, our which audience one, which got one, that. Which one? Oh, Both Prince. Oh, oh, yeah. Prince oh, um, <laughs> you're saying, so you're saying Prince Oleg is trouble. And Prince then Oleg is trouble. And you're saying Ivor is like an angel. No, I didn't say that. I didn't but compared to him, almost. <laughs> almost. Oh my god! I think it's kind of scary that like uh, Ivar think... met his own like reflection. Yes, very much so. He is definitely looking in a mirror. But I think Ivar is going to end up twisting this whole plot if we can make predictions. Mm. I think we're going to see this come back and be a huge fire in Prince Oleg's blood. Um, <laughs> you think you think Ivar is going to be a thorn? Is it early prediction yet, people? Okay, let us know what you think. Early prediction. Lauren is saying. Uh, Ivar is going to be a thorn in Oleg's side, which Absolutely. I um, I don't know. These guys like they could literally be holding hands, and I wouldn't think anything of it at this point mm-hmm. because they are just <laughs> man like, love, man crush. So man crush, exactly. Yeah. They're into the same thing. They 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 love it. Um, but before before they can you know be best friends, he first needs to figure out if uh, if he's really if he's really Ivar, mm-hmm. right? And if he can trust him. Yeah, and so I mean. What do you guys... Okay, so obviously he's torturing the poor other Viking, whatever, the old Norse guy. Like, what do you yeah, guys think about like, that? I didn't do anything. He was totally honest, right? He was like, yo, this guy's like, Ivar the boneless. I think he's a god. You know, what else do you want me to say? Like, there's still something in the dome. <laughs> what are you not telling me? <laughs> so, he's, so the, And it's also funny just like to rewind for one second how Ivar is thrown into the palace as he arrives here. And he, um, and he's th- he, he kind of crawls into the palace or whatever as a body is being dragged across the floor mm-hmm. in front of the throne. So I don't know if that's the old king yeah. or, or who that was, but that was hilarious. I thought it was pretty funny. Like, smart. Yeah, yeah, he's like trying to stand up in this puddle of blood. He sees what's going on. <laughs> he sees what's going on. So they are completely massacring this poor Viking dude just to get the truth out of him, and it's already the truth. But what did you guys think about that damn what the F scene? Where they rip off his arms. <laughs> oh, that was the insane. Co- yeah, and the little quartering scene. I jumped. Like, I literally was uh, like, okay. I didn't expect that. All right. Now we're back to the Vikings. Right. <laughs> now we're getting a real Vikings. Okay, there's a, there's a few things that's happened on the show that I was like, okay, this is this is maybe going a little bit far. This is a lot. And this, um, They made it really gruesome. Maybe this is like top 10 for me. So maybe right maybe like top, top 10. Yeah, top 10. There's a few maybe. gruesome things. Maybe 10. Do you, do you know one scene, Lauren, that you can remember right now from the past six seasons that you comes to mind right now? Oh, yeah. When, like, give me that was, like, ridiculous. Um, I, If I remember correctly, Ragnar skinned a man. It's the eagle. Yes. The blood eagle. eagle. That, eagle. for me, was super gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> the blood eagle, where they we cut you in the ribs, they yes, take your lungs out and put, open- your, put your lungs right here. Ooh. And then you die like that? Okay. I was cringing the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is Vikings, so... That, that that's how it goes, um, yeah. So, but I mean, just to, anybody didn't watch it because obviously did watch it. But they literally are tying this guy's arms down, twisting the ropes until the, t- the ropes are just taut enough to come on, rip off his arms. 
I yeah. wish James Simmons as the MP was here because he would have told us if that's possible or not. <laughs> maybe maybe out of the sockets. Same James Simmons is the is the other host what used with us. Used to host of us. Um and then they fly. Like, what the F is going on in this episode? <laughs> yeah, Are you that about, like, one. the arm flying? Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, like, literally, they are flying. Oh, off the balloon. With yeah, a yeah. balloon. But can y'all agree that this was, like, a very symbolic, symbolic oh scene? Simply that? because they both believe that they're gods. Right. Okay? I love this, Lauren. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. I love <laughs> they it. They both believe that they're gods. And I really think that Prince Alec was just trying to test you know, okay. Ivar, just to see how much of a god did he really believe that he is, and if they could be compatible. And, and guess what? Here's the—I don't know if this is a prediction. Right. At, forget it. I'm gonna make a prediction. It started out when they were flying. When they were flying, that Olag was like, "You know, you'll be fine. I'm the king." Then he gets there, but it ends with mm-hmm. Ivar saying, "You'll be okay because I'm a god." I said it yes. wrong the that, other way. That is where it changed. That's where it because he started yelling. Yeah, like his voice was hoarse. He was yelling so much, right? And then and then Ivar started laughing. Yeah, and so I think that's the point where it's like, okay, we you and know, this I, I can supports see my prediction okay. that. Ivar is going to flip the script. He's definitely going to flip the script. <laughs> he's, already, he's already got a, a needle in there. He's, he's already, he's yeah. got his, you know. Okay, I, I see that. I like this, Lauren. Good stuff coming from the new host of Vikings, everybody. Lauren B. Okay, so he's going to his wife's mausoleum. Uh, he killed his wife. His wife was very young. He takes Ivar there. Usually he doesn't take anybody there or whatever. It's very private, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Very, very important in the scene. And I didn't see or hear what he said, but he said something, you know, he told him the whole story and uh, how he killed his own wife. And then Ivar told him, I know your brain. Or did he say, I know your pain? I know your pain. Damn it. (laughs) I was hoping it wasn't that. Because if he said, I know your brain, I was like, okay, yeah, obviously you guys are like, you know, matching him and like whatever. This was one of those really weird in sync moments where um, Prince Alec kind of was hoping that Ivar is very similar to him and he kind of, he took a leap of faith hoping that this situation would kind of be a, like a sentimental moment for the two of them and this is just making them bond a little bit more yeah. it is but all like bromance is like any kind of romance <laughs> bromance if it happens too fast <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna I'm here for it I don't know if it's gonna stay too long I, I, yeah. yeah I don't know and also yeah, we've got all the hotties on Vikings we've got you know Rolo and all the all, all the what's and Uber and all that kind of stuff and Vitzek back in the day when Vitzek wasn't so crazy you know he was these two are like whatever but I must say that Ivar with his longer hair was pretty good looking you guys agree like the, 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 he's the, a smooth mouth it took like me it, off guard I was like who is you, this you didn't, you didn't recognize him huh you know I actually like him with his shorter hair oh, you do I do with, with, with it back with it back with the piercing blue I like it you love it okay. I love it that oh, way is he too much of like just, a, of a pretty boy is he too soft with the long hair with the long hair he's just giving me shaggy and it's not <laughs> <laughs> he, okay, I, he, gave, he gave me world traveler and with the cultural experiences <laughs> I mean it kind of matched right um it ends off season uh, six, episode one, with Oleg basically make, saying, okay, listen, this is what we're going to do, guys. You guys ready for this? Are you ready? We are going to go back and we're going to attack Scandinavia. Let's go to Katagat. I want it. Ivar is like, yes, let's do it. Revenge, brothers, end scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes. Um, I guess, the, you know what, what? What was the subtext there the whole time? It was... 
so obviously something that they mentioned was that their relatives were were, were Vikings too, and I guess originally right. from there the They're Russians. All the old Vikings. Yeah, that's so right. that, yep. that was like a common thread the whole time, and he spoke the old language. So I guess it was kind of there in front of us the whole time that yeah. eventually he'd want to like go back and reclaim the homeland. That's a very good point. Come on. I mean, that's an excellent point. But this dude, I mean, he's obviously, he spoke Old Norse. So that is in his, I mean, in his, that's still, he still knows the language and stuff. But the, what? He just wants, I guess they just want the land. I don't think he's going back for any ancestral reasons. I'm interested about his backstory because if I had to take a guess and a prediction, it sounds to me that he got kicked out too, but on the mm. same level that Ivar got no, kicked out. No wonder. That he had to flee... For his life. No wonder if starting with episode two, you're the prophet, all the crazy stuff that's happening in there, right? Mm-hmm. And then they also say, didn't Oleg also say something about way back when my brother-in-law used to be ruled? It wasn't even about a brother, it was a brother-in-law. So I guess he was like one step removed. Isn't that the guy that died? I thought I thought that was just his brother. I didn't yeah, I thought it was no, his no, no, brother no. In season one, with the guy that dragged across the floor. Oh, could be. I told. I didn't think about that because I didn't. I didn't hear him say that. There you go, man. Okay, so that's how you fill in the blanks here on Vikings. I like it, man. Well done. I like it. Okay, let's start it. Season six, episode two. Obviously, the prophet. Um, the the first one, new beginnings. Obviously, Lagartha going to live on the farm. That's the whole episode. This one, you, the prophet is mostly about Oleg. So we start this episode off once again in Katagat, and this is where we see this flocky, flocky rowing. That's what you call it, rowing to the shore. Was it flocky? You, you, they did on flashback. No, I'm talking about in the beginning of season two. Oh, okay. So I don't think. Did you? Yeah. So in the beginning, the guy's rowing to the boat, and Ube is seeing him, and he thinks it's Floki. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's calling out to Floki, but it's right. not Floki. Right. Okay. Um, it's Kelvin. Kelvin Flatnose, whatever his name. Okay. Is. It's Kettle. <laughs> Kettle. Ket- k- k- Chetel. Chetel Flatnose. It's Chochech. So he's saying, um, he's saying basically, well, what happened to Floki? Because you're in his boat. Mm, something is up. What's going on? And he's saying that Floki. Couldn't take the new settlement anymore. He said in the beginning, the new settlement was awesome, but he feels like the gods was against him. And then blah, blah, blah. So and so died, a lot of disease. And then Floki just up and left. Mm. And then Uber's like, uh, I'm not sure. How Would you guys characterize it a different way, though? I thought he kind of characterized, I mean, just in a nutshell. It's kind of like what happened. You know, there was discord. I mean, how long ago did they see each other? Like, at this point, it must be years. Right. So, hey, man, what's up? No, where's Floki? Well, he left. Okay, cool. What's the settlement? Most people died. Okay, cool. Well, I'll see you later in the Great Hall. That's, <laughs> okay. about, that's about what happened, right? Uh-huh. And then they have this weird discussion where, and I missed this, but Ube said, and you guys can help in the comments, um, Ube said that he's looking for Oder, Oder, Oder. Okay, yeah, this guy who's a wanderer who's back at Iceland. Yeah, mm. who's okay. this? Who, who's this guy? I don't remember who he was. I'd have to go back and look. I, I, I don't remember them mentioning him. Maybe you guys can help us out in the chat. This guy, Otel, Otel, and uh, if they met, if they talked about him previously, let us know who he was and what episode. Oh dear! So he is saying he wants to go see him. And Torvi and Ube, Torvi's his wife, obviously is like super stoked to go. You know, to go go see this guy. Um, but that's that's all I got from from the from the whole thing. Um, and then the, there's not a lot happening in Katagat. Um, the last bit in Katagat is basically between Bjorn, his sneaky, sneaky, sneaky um, wife's um, servant girl, Ingrid. She was yeah. pretty bold. 
Yeah. Right? So so Ganil is Ganil look Ganil uh-huh. is it Ganhild Ganil. She um she calls her out, right? She's tough. Dude, I I don't know, if, you know, I've seen a fight in the previous season. She's the Bjorn's. She she can handle Bjorn. And that's saying a lot, okay? So when she's saying to Ingrid like, you know, like you said, calling her out. What do you guys think? I mean, it's almost like she saw a reflection of herself, I think, at least with her attitude. Well, she's saying, isn't she saying, well, if you feel it, you feel it, girl. Just go for it. Well, I, but didn't she also say, too, that, that this is, like, no good's going to come of it? Like, you're going to always end up sad? Isn't that what uh, Gunnar was saying? Um, that's what Bjorn said to her. Bjorn oh, okay. said to that uh, to her in the streets. He said, no good. You have to be careful. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or am I wrong? I, no, I, he I, did. I thought Gunnar yeah. said something to that effect, too. Besides, besides what he said, but, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Gunno was basically like, I see that look, I recognize it, I know what it is. I kind of like, not even like a hating thing, just like it only leads to sadness. I think she just doesn't, you know, as a woman, she's probably, you know, she's she's seen it happen before. She's probably dealt with it before. Mm -hmm. And she's like, do I want this to have all my energy or do I want to, you know, be happy? And she's just letting it be at this point. And she's also Viking. I think that's just... The Viking How way. The Viking way, which is, um, yeah, she's not the jealous type, it seems. We'll see about that um, in the axe battle in the next few, few episodes, <laughs> <Yeah>. maybe. Decisions <laughs> over the axe in the back of her head. Um, and, but so obviously Ingrid does like Bjorn because she is sassy. She is like, you know, well, he said, be careful because this usually ends up in trouble or something like that. And she said she likes trouble. Is that what she said? Oh, I didn't hear. I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah. She came back with a, a little slick com- <laughs> comment. She was like something about I, I don't care or something. Yeah, she yeah. Was, she well, she's all for it. The same. She's what, what comes down she to was it. She's about it. About yeah. It. <laughs> I had actually written it down because I was like, oh, you're slick. But okay. yeah, she's she had a comeback for him. This is what I want to know from you guys watching right now. Okay. Watching the live watching the replay. I want your prediction on what is going to happen here, specifically with Ingrid, Garnold, and Bjorn. Is there going to be a, is going to be a threesome kind of thing going on? Is hey. it going to be a murder? Is there going to be... You know, is the, is the, who's going to end up with who? It can be anybody, okay? Let me know in the comment section in the replay uh, and we will comment back. We want to know what you think. Um, that's it. And then the last thing that happens there in, is that um, the seer is talking, is talking to Bjorn, but the seer is dead. I like, like that. He was, that was the seer, and that was his ghost. He was talking yeah. to his spirit, whatever. The only thing, well, I, 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 I guess why I'm so confident it's the seer because I look at the subtitles and it says seer. <laughs> okay, so uh, this, it, it was absolutely the seer's yeah. voice. <laughs> so that was the seer. He's telling him um, to not betray the gods. He's wondering if he should save Harold, but he's saying don't betray the gods. Whatever you do, don't betray the gods. And be honest, like, well, why would I betray the gods? That was yeah. a callback. And it hasn't even been... Well, I think more will be revealed about what route will be betraying the gods. I don't think we know that yet. But something is going to happen here because if you think about what is going to... Um, who, who was like on the Christian side of things? Ragnar had, like, was mm-hmm. in the mix of Christian. Rolo was in the mix of Christian, even though Rolo historically ended up like, you know, Viking, killing, was, killing that, a lot of French. Yeah, that was definitely a callback to his to his father and his uncle for sure. Simply because we're starting to see like a very soft and more of a mushy side of him and at this Bjorn. Yeah, Bjorn. Okay. So at this given point in time, I think he's having this inner 
thought with himself, is he going to go down that path? Yeah. Is this going to be something that leads him to trying to be a better person? And everyone that's tried to be a better person has leaned on Christianity in the process of mm, doing that. Okay, okay. So uh, I think that was definitely a callback. Okay. <laughs> you know, and Rolo said, partially selfishness, though, too. Yes. Yeah. 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 You, know, you know, I also said something about Christianity was, uh, was the Russian, the Russian Oleg, who yes. said something about, yeah, but we're, Rus- we're, we're Christian now here or something like that. Yeah. He knows the old gods. Just, he said that in the beginning and then yeah. look how he ended, though. Well, there you go. I mean, they're <laughs> saying it as they're slitting the guy's throat. I think right. that's why they're torturing the guys. Like, as we're slitting your throat, just, you know, we're, we don't, we're Christian yet. Okay, well, you guys seem to do things differently. Um, cool. So that's about it that happens for me in, in Katagat. Let's move over to the little island um, in, you know, wherever that is in Nagafra. She is on the island. Um, she gets news from Ube and saying that, you know, he's, they saw Ghetl coming to, to Katagat. But she says there's no way Floki is dead. Why does she have such a connection with Floki, do you guys think? I don't know. Maybe she just knows because she just know how, knows how wily Floki is and how slippery he is. I think, um, I really do believe that she believes that he's still connected to the gods and she's still connected to the gods. And with that given, like, the gods just aren't going to forsake him. And then also, he's very much so one of the main people that were, like, super connected to Ragnar. As we saw in the tribute to a lot of the flashbacks. And she's connected to Ragnar. So I think this whole aspect is that she's not ready but to let go of those people. That's the that's her, the old trio. It's her, yeah. Ragnar, she's and Floki. She's not ready to let go of what they've had. And to reemphasize that relationship, she still has a vested interest in Floki succeeding because when she let him go, and and like I forget who it was, one of her people, one of her people were like, "Why are you letting him go?" She's like, "Well, we may need him to stick this out. You know, we may need to go back to him. You know, so he's mm. kind of like her ace in the hole." Good call, Al. Very I love good. it. Good call. Uh, so Bjorn is arriving to to uh, to Lagerfest. I'm going to quickly wrap this up because we've got a few minutes left and we still have to cover the whole uh, Russian part. But we, uh, Bjorn is there and he's basically asking his mother's help or advice on if he should. He's still fighting in this battle. Should he help Harold or not? Lagerfest telling him, don't do it. He betrayed Astrid. He betrayed me. Like, whatever. Um, Bjorn is saying, well, I'm my own man. I'm going to do what I want. So I don't even know why I asked you. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, so basically the plan comes down. He's going to go to fight Olaf and try to f- save Harold. Right. Mm-hmm. He needs someone to look after Kattegat. Witzek is, you know, the street, the, the street drunk at the moment. So he, he can do it. So now Ube and Torvi need to do, delay their trip to go find the other guy, which um, o- Oder. In oh, Iceland, yeah, that guy, right? that guy, do you yeah. guys like? I'm just pulling out these names. <laughs> like that? I've had a, a bit of practice, mm-hmm. and so they're staying in Katagat to watch Katagat under Ube's supervision. Then, while Bjorn is leaving, and Lagafra is staying on the island. That's it. That's Sounds a setup. Good. That's yep. a setup. Okay, let's wrap this up, guys. We've got one little section left, and this is the Russia section. A lot of happening stuff happening in here, um, starting with Ivar and Prince Oleg. So I'm just going to fast forward. They're going to his brother. They're going to Oleg's brother, right? Correct. We're all all in the same place. We're all there. We're we're all there. They're going to his brother because they have some family business to attend to. Did we just get more time? I think we just got more time. We've been granted more time. Granted more time. (laughs) See, Ryan, I'm I'm watching you. I'm watching you. I know what you're going on. I noticed. noticed. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Russia is... uh, Ivar is going to his brother. And he is saying, okay. Oleg is going... Uh, Ivar is going with... Yes, Oleg is going with Oleg to his brother. Mm-hmm. So, 
the first thing that that Ivor asking is why are you the prophet? Did you hear that? Did you were you with, give it give it to us, El? Give uh, us the story. Why are you called the prophet? Because uh, now, you know, you put me on the spot. Oh my god! <laughs> he then went to the gates of Constantinople, I think, and he was Correct. he was fighting and invaded the city, fought them, broke down, and the, had sat down with the king or whatever there for for a peace meeting. And then he had a vision the night before. He had a vision the night before that he was going to be poisoned if he drank the wine. So he didn't drink the wine at the uh, at the uh, summit. And as he is saying that, Ivor is like, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. And and it's beautiful. The scene is beautifully shot with Ivor as well because you can see it in Ivor's eyes. You see it in his eyes exactly what you said, Lauren, earlier. He's like, who are you? Yeah. Like. Are you my brother like another mother? Like, you know, what is happening here? Like, are we, we're destined to be together. I love it. They are literally brothers. You never know. Maybe they are. You don't know what, you don't know what his mother did before, before he, she made Ragnar. I'm just saying. That's a prediction. Interesting, (laughs) uh, interesting, uh, little uh, back and forth between those two. When, um, um, uh, Ivar pulled out the, I had a dream last night too that I that someone put poison in my wine. Do you think that was more of a tactic, or do you? Because I I don't think he really he, even he may be he may think he's a god, but he ain't been having dreams like that yet about <laughs> you know wine being and not poison not being in the wine or not. He he knows he's not a god. He's absolutely broken because he was sitting on the floor and say when he came into the palace he said I'm sorry I'm here I'm sorry that I'm passing through here mm. whatever. Um, I'm nothing. Okay. But I'm what nobody. else would you say, though? I mean, yeah, well, that if, you, if you actually thought you were a god, you would you would not say that. I, okay, maybe if, I would. If you I actually don't, maybe... thought you were a god, okay, I might be like, yo, I'm a god, but I'm gonna keep this on the inside. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna like put a, or, put all my cards on the table. <laughs> or Ivar could have just been Ivar, and you know, yeah. scheming. Yes, <laughs> that is funny. I love it. Um, so what? So in this dinner, this is crazy because. Basically, they want to go f- Scandinavia. We want to go attack Atacat. So that's the plan. Okay, brother, I'm here to help me. Would you help me? He's like, of course I'll help you. And Al, you, you made a good comment. You said that his brother, which is called Kloppen, or I don't know what his name is, but um, he said something about, what did you say it? About when he said, we need to take an army. He said, I'm going to give you my army. I wait for any of your commands. Right. Oh, Askold. Yeah, yeah. Askold, yeah. He's basically saying, you know, but it sounded like he was the main brother. He was kind of, Asko was being deferential to uh, uh, Oleg. That's in that scene. I thought that he was the older brother. Which one was the older Askel. brother? Okay. Asko, yeah. okay. I think that. So, so after, he's given, after he's given him the army, after he's done everything he wants and asked me if he needs anything else, uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of, shit ha- a lot of stuff happens. One guy starts choking. Oleg starts dancing. Um, people start cheering outside. Uh, you a gun battle or not a? I mean, they're not that advanced. A sword battle outside. So stuff. So obviously it's a, it's a coop. A coup? <laughs> I like coop better though. Chicken, a chicken coop. <laughs> okay, so not a coop. A coup. It's a coup, and uh, he kills his own brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can You guys can't just say mm-hmm to that. Okay. Hardcore. I'm, I mean. <laughs> I'm, I was just, the whole time I was just like he's just like Ivar he's just like Ivar yeah I I was sitting there laughing hysterically simply because I'm like you're dancing you're literally dancing to your brother's death, death. he's crazy <laughs> and, and while he's doing that Ivar's face was like okay uh, I found someone as crazy as me that's the realization that happened um, I'm going to wrap this up real quick because we, we're going to move on because you've got some cool news for us Ooh, yeah. Vikings news okay um, so they uh, the third brother arrives 
And the whole the whole story here is about the kid, the kid that because the kid is the actual true heir to the entire kingdom. Whoever rules the kid rules, you know, the armies and whatever the the true kingdom. And so, Ivor relaxed with the with the boy, and Ivor is super like looks like he's in love with the boy. He's like super into the boy, playing music together and all such things. Um, but the third brother says, "You need to give this boy to us." And Oleg and Ivor are saying, "I'm the prophet. If you do anything to me." Then you something will happen to you in a few days. Does that cover it? Yeah, that covers yeah. it. Yeah. Nothing happened though, right? Not yet. I mean, he turned him down. He turned him down. So he turned him down. He said, "I don't believe you." He said, "If you if you were really the prophet, you would know that I was married, and you would know what her name is." And then he said, "What?" They cut. He said, "I know the name of your wife," but they cut away. Yeah, they never he, showed him he, saying it. Well, he didn't say. He, he didn't say, <laughs> did he? No. He just said, "I, I know, I know the answer." Which is uh, okay. I, I've, bluff, I've, bluff, bluff. Yeah, this guy, yeah. no poker hand for you. Okay, yeah. Lauren B, give us the news. What do we have? Wait, we have the news segment. <laughs> oh my gosh! So for all our Viking fans. We all know that this is the final season of Vikings, but you do not have to be sad because Vikings is moving over to Netflix as a spinoff, Vikings Vala. Valhalla. 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 (laughs) Awesome. So uh, Netflix, I'm sure AfterBuzz will cover that as well. Oh, yeah. We'll stay on it. Let's stay on it. Um, Okay. That's about it. I think that's it for us tonight. We are just about 51 seconds from the end and we need to wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining us. Just before I leave, I want to say thank you so much for the past five or four years. I will not be joining the panel going forward. I am traveling. I am traveling. I'm a winemaker. I have to make a lot of wine across the world. Uh, You guys can catch me on social media at Jakob Winnings or at Grape Unknown. Um, But thank you so much for the past few years. I love it every single second of it. It was amazing being here. And James Simmons from Ask the MP says the exact same. He will also not be back. (laughs) Tell, Tell them where they can find you guys. I'm Lauren B. Mosley, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lauren B. Mosley, M O S L E Y. Everybody, your boy Al Grag. You can find me at Al G underscore Jamaica House on IG and at Jamaica House Doc on Twitter. Awesome. Thanks for the past five years, guys. Have a lovely week. We'll see you you next week. Bye bye. (laughs) Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 